And I won't lie to you, this mission will be dangerous. Welcome to the third episode of Bad Dads Club. Three episodes in. Still going strong Yep. <laughs> oh, God. As strong as ever. Yes. <laughs> as strong as ever. Three Feebly epi- weak. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbling through the void. <laughs> yes. I've instantly forgotten the rundown. Oh, it's fine. I have it up on my screen. Okay. We've uh, So this is actually going to be the last episode recorded in the current house. <laughs> I going to say that would be the last episode <laughs> ever. Yeah. We've given up. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> no, I've had a really fucking interesting month, to be honest. Okay. Well, month, has it even been a month? When was the last time we recorded? It feels like three weeks ago. It won't, Yeah, it was only a couple of weeks ago. I think it wasn't that long ago. It feels like months. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll let you do your catch-up from the first episode first, because I feel like mine's going to run over. I haven't got a vast amount to catch up on, to be perfectly honest. Um, home has been very much the same monotonous slug. Um, work, I've done the chocolate trading, I'm still doing the four-on-four-off, but now on chocolate tanks. Yeah, you so. actually bought me a giant slab of uh, leftover <laughs> Thornton's chocolate, which yeah. is a fucking great present. Um, <laughs> I'll po- I'll post a picture of it online, I think, actually. But it was literally a carrier bag full of solid <laughs> chocolate. Uh, Thornton's as well, which is great. Yep. So when you're offloading this chocolate, there's some excess that... Yeah, it's basically what we drain down at the bottom so it doesn't go solid. Fantastic. And just leave it in a carrier bag to go solid instead. Yep. And I make so many rice crispy buns. <laughs> Do you know that's exactly what I was doing yesterday? <laughs> I'm just thinking of Christmas, like everything, everything yeah, is Christmas well, is going to be chocolate coated. Well, we, we've we've been and got some like little silicon molds, all chocolate. So we've been making little Christmas chocolates. Make little Christmas, oh, free Christmas presents. Exactly. Just yeah, I'm going to go on eBay and buy some cellophane bags. That's for, like pennies. Yeah. You need to hope. <laughs> However, them. anyone that receives a little bag of chocolate <laughs> off me, <laughs> they cost me a hundred pounds each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're giving the game away. We've yeah. given away this, our, our secret. It's like we feel like the villains in a in an action film. Like, ah, our plan was this all along. <laughs> Maybe the worst action film in the world. If that's uh, yeah, free chocolate. You know, if you're giving out free chocolate <laughs> the, the, the and you think you're trying to <laughs> trying to sell chocolate, <laughs> make everyone a beast and then nobody can chase me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah, so my month week it's a couple of weeks three weeks so the week after our last recording was fun so back at uni uh deadlines approaching very quickly student loans still not sorted properly still haven't been able to afford to actually get to university properly balance that with also then working my ass off to do well in this job combine that with holly changing jobs uh oh really yeah she's got a new job but it's uh, call centre work again but the hours are fantastic it's uh, half eight till half five um, oh right so oh, yeah. we finish work at around the same time pick Ellie up get home at the same time both put her to bed Just twice as many Greg sausage rolls now though. That's oh man no we managed to <laughs> we've broken that habit so that was some positive parenting this month yeah managed to break the sausage roll habit now she's on cocaine yeah <laughs> Doesn't eat at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saving us loads of money. <laughs> Babies don't need a lot of cocaine at all. Uh, who would have guessed? <laughs> uh, yeah, so 
the week was going badly anyway. I was having a bit of a stressful week. I got told off at work. Um, it was something something silly. I made I made a joke, and the language I used was inappropriate, and I got pulled up on it. Uh, but obviously, when you're less than well, just over a month into your new job, and yeah. you get told that you've done something wrong, as someone who suffers from depression and anxiety, that turns into a big demon. Yeah, and so that ate me alive. Uh, was stressed as fuck about money. Um, we then got told uh, we got told some point in that three weeks that our landlord wants the house back. So we have ah, to move is that out what's by the end of the move so quickly. Then? Yeah, so yeah. that's so we need to be out by the end of January. And we were like, well, I don't really want to move in January because I've got my second round of uni deadlines, mm. and it's going to be a tough month anyway because it's post Christmas and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so we went to look at a house, found it fantastic. Um, it was in the middle of being renovated, so we just went, yep, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Um, quite a lot bigger than this house. I think I don't know I've only been once <laughs> and it was full of workmen and I feel like it was a lot bigger than this house but every time I think about it I then do you think you could get that amount of workmen in this house that's the way to judge it then if it was full Ooh. of workmen yes but they'd be on top of each other a lot more so it's bigger then yeah um, but it also has a dedicated podcast studio I don't think it's been rented out with a podcast studio I think you're intending uh, on making a room into a podcast studio yeah I'm calling it a dedicated podcast studio yeah. uh, podcast studio slash man cave slash collection of Warhammer so what we're saying is then on the next one the audio quality will be better the content will be roughly the same <laughs> I would argue the <laughs> I'd argue the audio quality <laughs> that's yet to be seen it could be too echoey uh, but I'm going to get some sound dampeners and stuff mm. and going to have shells coming in Warhammer <laughs> until then we're hanging quilts on the walls <laughs> that may be the first one yeah <laughs> um, but really looking forward to the move really looking forward to it um, it's closer to work uh, it's close to nursery so we can literally walk to nursery in the morning mm. grab a bus into town go to work awesome um, so then the added stress of okay so I'm moving house I need an extra Thirteen hundred pounds now. Yeah. On top of everything else, so balancing that, managed to get all that sorted, was ticking by. Uh, and then I had to, I had to suffer the consequences of actions ten years in the making. Was is the uh, long and short of it. Yeah. So, um, probably one of the contributing factors to my mental health and a contributing factor to a lot of things in my life has been my outstanding debt. Uh, outstanding in both the means uh, in both the meaning of I've not paid it and it's impressive <laughs> um, yeah so I've, I've been in debt since um, I'd say my university in Nottingham when I first went so roughly eight years ago I think it is I think it is now eight or nine years ago Close enough yeah, to a decade so, yeah, to yeah. feel really fucking old. Mm. Yeah, it's eight years because I was nineteen. No, I would say it's probably a little bit longer than that. Just this has been a conversation of ours because we've both been up the same shit street so many times. So I, I think your debt history probably goes back a little bit further than that. I'm thinking back to when you had You're a compensation payout. Oh God. And, and yeah. he was in debt then, and that was probably longer than eight years oh, ago. Oh, fucking hell. Wow. No, that was. That's a revelation. Yeah, it was, because it. I actually, my debt started when I worked at Comet. Yeah. Which was when I was at college. So, I, yeah, it would have been 10 years ago. Yeah. So I was, would have been 17. No, 17 or 18. So I was, well, it was roughly 10 years ago. The long and short of that story is yeah. roughly 10 years ago, I 
<laughs> Basically, I've just pointed out that it was longer than you think and made you more depressed. That's. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of hit a peak with it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking try me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so had to take out. Well, I didn't have to, but took out a payday loan um, while working at Comet. Uh, I was Christmas temp. I lived an hour and a half away from work. Had to get mm. loads of buses, like eight quid, nine quid a pop. The alternative to not getting that was not going to work, which was, you know, not suitable. Um, so took out. I think it was like two or three hundred quid. Um, and a payday loan just to get me through to Christmas and everything else and obviously with payday loans and the way they work and the <laughs> way they back, yeah well not you don't just owe money yeah. back you owe almost a as much as you borrowed back, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that borrowed to those 200 quid got paid then realised that my wage was 200 quid well it was more, nearly 300 quid down mm-hmm. uh, so I had to borrow 300 quid and then next month I had to borrow 400 quid until yeah. eventually uh, I couldn't pay it back uh, ended up taking out a second payday loan to pay off the first payday loan and it ended up in a big cycle. Luckily, that has since been written off because it was identified that Wonga and Quickwid, fuck you both, um, were obviously, <laughs> as was obvious at the time, predatory <laughs> and yeah. were preying on people who were in vulnerable positions and they didn't do any rigorous checks to make sure that people were actually in work. So I yeah. just said, yep, I get paid this much and I get paid this often and, and they didn't check. There was no, there was no checking. It's like, yeah, do you get? How often do you get? Paid? Didn't you ask for a pay? Uh, yeah. Didn't ask for a bank statement. No, no, there, there was no proof whatsoever. I mean, mine, mine wasn't to that extent. I think mine was a hundred pounds, and after they'd added their charges on it, then got written off anyway. But you know, the same thing. No checks. You know, you, you yeah. have my word, and that yeah, is yeah. It. <laughs> which isn't enough. Because no. the people who obviously needed a quick two hundred quid are the people you shouldn't trust when they exactly. say, yeah, 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 I can yeah, pay you yeah, that, mate. Yeah, as I um want to uh, I, as I am fucking evidence of yeah. <laughs> don't trust me when it comes to when it comes to money um, so that rolled over and was building up over over the years credit rating going up and down attempting to get better by taking out credit cards and then and then in worse positions where I'd then get fucked by them um, so long story short roughly 15k of debt mm. isn't too bad you know, there's people that are worse. I'm never going to say that my debt is monumental and, and, and insufferable. Now, the stupid thing that I did was pretend it wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, which is a pretty common coping mechanism, I think, when it comes to debt. I think so, yeah. Avoidance. Uh, you know, let us come through the door. You know it's going to be about money. I've been doing it for 10 years. I'd never had any real consequences. Oh, you can't get any more loans. Oh, fucking, oh, fuck me. What a shame. Yeah. Um, now, this all changes when it gets to the subject of taxes. Now, I... So when I was working in Leeds and my expenses were all the way up and my wages all the way down and I was doing like 15 hour days and couldn't afford to do what I was doing, paying 500 quid for the train, just so happened that one of the bills that used to go out regularly that just so happened to slip by each month was a council tax. Yeah. Um as it starts slipping behind, it gets harder and harder to deal with. So, naturally, <laughs> I put it off more and more, which makes it worse and worse, and it just goes into a giant fucking spiral. Um, did this for two years. Uh, was completely non-intentional. Just didn't know what to do. Didn't know where to start. Didn't know where to turn. Thought, oh, I don't know what I thought. 
I couldn't tell you what I thought. It, I never really thought I'd get away with it. I didn't think it was like a. It'll just never be a bad thing. Yeah, just... I don't think that, that there's never the intention to ignore it and know that it's. No one ever ever ignores it, thinking it will actually disappear. Yeah, there is no thought process behind it. It's just I can't deal with it because there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. So. There's nothing I can do with it. I can't fucking do it. I can't deal with it today. There's always a there's always a reason why it can't be done today as well, yeah. which is which is fun. Um, and yeah, so a couple of Thursdays ago, Holly was changing jobs, so I was off work. I uh, was sat on the sofa watching some TV before I went to work on the Thursday. And there's a knock at the door, and I thought, oh cool, someone's come to do the kitchen. Open the door. Hi, my name's so and so. I'm from such and such. I'm here on a collect- on magistrate's orders. To blah 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 blah, and my entire world fell out of my arsehole. Yeah, Holly had no idea about the extent of the debt. Really, and it was in both of our names because obviously it's council tax, yes. not a yeah. personal debt. So what I learned this this month is that the government, as incompetent as they are, when you owe them money, do not. Fuck about. No. They send big scary men to your door to take your shit. I must admit, I've never been in the situation with taxes or anything like that. All of my problems in the past have well, been down to... Um, consumer debt. Yeah. Yeah. Consumer credit, completely fine. Very rarely will they be able to actually get um, to that point. Council tax, however, oh boy, they don't fuck about. Um, so, not a great day. No. Now... I did well. <clears throat> got to the point where they were like, "Listen, we're going to take your shit." Now, there's only two things in this room of any significant value that are owned by me or by me and Holly. And that's our TV and my computer, and they are also the two centerpieces of our house. Yeah, I do my uni work, my job, and this. I do everything on my computer. I spend at least two hours a day on the thing. It's my coping mechanism. It's mm. my it. It's as pathetic as it is. It's everything I fucking have, it's, you know. Outside of my family life, it's, you know, it's my one possession that I really give a fuck about. Like yeah. you could take everything else in this house, and I'd, I'd barely notice. Live with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could take literally anything else in this house, except for my obviously wife and child, and I'd, I'd <laughs> even them some days you could have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't really bat an eyelid. You know, yeah, there wasn't. There's not really much, not really much else that I give a fuck about, um, and that was nearly taken mm. now when they, then they said the words uh, I don't think there's enough property in this house to actually settle these debts so I don't know what we're going to do was said but well I don't know what we're going to do about it said the uh, had said Mr. Bailiff um, which again not a great feeling he's like do you want to call someone and I just went I don't know who the fuck I'm going to call instinctively called my dad yeah straight away was like now luckily so my dad's a school teacher Luckily, it was just between classes. He was literally walking into an exam. Right. Answered the phone. I saw you, you're right? Yeah. Um, there's bailiffs in my house. What? Yeah, there's bailiffs in my house. Right. Give me five minutes. I'll call you back. Okay. So over the next two hours, well, yeah, two or three hours, we gradually get it sorted. And I'm able to come to an arrangement. And it's now being dealt with. But... On the flip side of this, now my parents know. Yeah. Now they, they, you know, everyone kind of had an inkling that there was a problem. Everyone knew that I had debt. No one knew I had the amount, roughly fifteen k yeah. of debt, including debt to the council. Um, 
and so that was all laid bare her parents came around that night and asked me the extent of it I showed them all the letters uh, as you can see on, oh, yeah. on there uh, so on the second shelf down the right there is a stack roughly I'd say a fist sized yeah. a fist sized stack and they are all letters from people I owe money to now that's that's a probably only since this year mm-hmm. because I but it got to the point where I don't even open letters anymore um, now I, the, the reason I didn't understand how important this thing was was because I opened a letter saw that it was from an enforcement agency thought that it was a similar thing to people yeah, like Lowell and just went yeah whatever not a problem I'll deal with that later later being an indefinite amount of time mm. <laughs> when X equals not now <laughs> uh, yeah so that was fun yeah that caused a bit of a spiral as you can imagine I bet yeah um, luckily I had my parents and Holly who were all fucking fantastic I was expecting to get fucking murdered like one of my biggest fears of that day was having to deal with my mom that night and luckily she yeah, was fucking fantastic about really? it yeah, yeah really good um, yeah I mean she understands that it's not it wasn't me fucking about it was just a problem and she even said it was like well no long, no wonder you've got fucking depression <laughs> yeah that that does I mean that is one factor and one factor that I didn't realise until recently is a fucking key factor actually yeah probably top three Jesus probably number one actually so yeah it's been a f- good few weeks and then combine that with things like work stress and then the added financial burden of well shit now I have to deal with all my debts which I can barely well what I thought was I can barely afford to get through a month how the fuck am I going to do with this uh, conveniently some would say the day that the bailers come around I'd printed out all of my no that week I printed out all of my bank statements for the last three months because of moving house and they wanted to see bank statements to prove mm. that we've been earning a wage of course mom says well what are you spending your money on I go oh that's convenient I have my bank <laughs> statements and she goes okay pass it here I go stand outside with my dad and uh, have a cigarette first cigarette I'd smoked in a couple of months I felt like it was well earned <laughs> not well earned but it was uh, it was definitely needed, needed. yeah uh, yeah and came back in and they added up all the stuff and it was silly things like they said I guess how much you spent on Just Eat in September I went I'd rather not <laughs> guess uh, I'm not going to tell you the exact figure because it is very fucking embarrassing uh, but it was multiples of hundred right hundreds of pounds on takeaway are we talking we had a brief conversation less than your day. brother right less than your brother I wasn't going to mention names sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have two brothers it's fine it doesn't narrow it down too much uh, uh, yeah I, I was just going to reference the conversation that we had because yeah, less I, than that right okay. I'll tell you what less than that but still significant amount okay um, so it was it wasn't a wasn't a f- matter of not actually having the money which somehow makes it worse to me. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. And, uh, well, I mean, that conversation that we had the other day it was the same thing whereby my mum did exactly the same with him, sat him mm. down, went through it all, and they have got a massive amount of money left at the end of every month now. You know, it's. It, I think sometimes the objective view is better. Mm. You know, d- I mean, I've done it to myself personally, where I have. What What's helped me is looking at things in hours. Mm. rather than in pounds yeah if i look at something and think 
you know, for for instance, thirty pounds and thing, you know, whatever it may be, a game for the PlayStation or something like that. If I look at it and think that cost me half a day, mm. all of a sudden I don't want it. Yeah, you know that that I, once I started looking things in hours rather than pounds, that's helped me a lot curb my spending. Yeah, but I'm overpaid. <laughs> So am I. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. No, there's, yeah. it's just a case of being aware of things, and I have a very impulsive personality. I, I, I suspect there's a, there's a bit of bipolar in, my, in me, because I, I tend to go between not wanting to do anything and not being able to physically, well, you know, there'll be days where I can't spend money because I'm so mm. worried about money that I can't spend it. I think and the, there's days where... I'll go and spend 30 quid just on fucking nothing. Mm. I don't know. There's probably an element of making yourself happy as well. Yeah. You know, the the fact that you may get a couple of hours enjoyment out of something, but fuck the fact yeah. it cost £50, it made you happy at the time. So that's, you know, and I, you know, I don't think either of us have got the willpower to deny us something yeah. like that. I think the, the thing that I'm stepping up a little bit and she is going to kill me. But when me and Kristen first met, eight, well, we've been together eight years now. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I think I could kill. I think I'd be out in two years if I'd have killed her. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I. She originally I thought was quite good with money. It turns out we're both shit. She's just better at hiding it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I thought we was. I thought she was better at money, and I thought, great, you know, someone's going to tell me off for doing it, and it, you know, we. We're both having to step up now because we've had eight years of just doing what we want, and we're both having to step up a little bit now. Um, but yeah, you know, it's we, we we survive absolutely fine week to week. Even paying back money every mm. week, we survive week to week absolutely okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I mean, what we're paying back now weekly is finished in a couple of weeks. So to be fair, we're gonna have. Yeah, a substantial amount of money spare every week, and I know for a fact I'm still not going to have spare money at the end of the week because that will just get spent on shit. Yeah, well, my task when you leave today uh, is to call the rest of my creditors and come to arrangements that will mm. get me until the new year, and then in the new year, once we've moved house and everything else, we can then up payments. Have you been down the route of, and they have changed their name since I dealt with them, they used to be called Step Change. Yeah, they're still called Step Change. Are they still called Step Change? Yeah, they're change? still called Step Change. Um, I thought they changed the name. No, they used to be called the Consumer Credit Agency or something. They used to be called something else, and then they changed the name to Step Change. Right, okay. Yeah, I was with Step Change in 2011, 2012, uh, and I can't remember, I think my can got, I think my arrangement got cancelled because of missing payments ironically yeah 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 um i think it's because i changed jobs and it went mm. all fucked up um yeah i've been in contact with them uh i've done a couple of tasks like done all the budgets and stuff yeah at the moment because i because i've got enough money at the end of the month after my bills i can technically afford it so i don't get any help really because yeah they're, they're pretty good at helping they're, everyone i thought no they, they were pretty good uh they were pretty good there was I was filling out the forms and it's asking for your expenses and stuff and it's it was silly things that kept bugging me and when you're in when I'm in a, a depressive state anyway and I'm dealing with things that I don't want to like sorting out debt I can dismiss things very easily as oh it's it's not working properly when it's not work it's working fine it's just not something I want to hear yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so I've not got back on it yet I, I'd, I'd rather deal with the debt with the debt myself 
because last time I didn't like the lack of control. I don't like not being able to talk. I know. See, I, I, when I dealt with them for a brief time, I liked the fact that I had I spoke to someone impartial and I didn't have to face the people. Mm. That I, I liked the distance. Yeah, it's just because last time it all ended. It my last arrangement ended so kind of annoyingly. Mm. I didn't really want to. I don't know. Maybe when I move house and stuff. It's again. It's I'm doing it now. Maybe when I move house. Maybe when I do that. Maybe I, you know. Oh, after you go, I'll do. No, just. I need to stop putting things off and just do them when they need yeah. to be done. But that's a big fucking ask when it's things like sort out all your money. Um, as we were saying beforehand as well, I've not actually been paid yet um, for my job. There's been an error with uh, with payments and we're trying to figure it out. So I don't want to call them and say, oh yeah, I want to come to an arrangement of payment the other, and yeah. then not be able to actually give them any anything money. to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm waiting, I'm waiting until my wages going in. I've got my budget sorted. My parents help me with that. My dad, my dad particularly. Um, so then do all that. We know how much incoming and outgoing is. I'm just trying to get used to managing money in that way because it's always been very ad hoc and going. Hmm. But my 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 dad was saying to me, he's like, "You're a project manager. Part of your job is budgeting money. Like the, I've worked on projects with hundreds of thousands of pounds behind them, and hmm. I can budget them perfectly." Why can't I do my own weekly expenses? Why can't I manage my own my own mm. fucking money? And yeah, so it it's been a big fucking it's been a bit of a ride, <sighs> right. and it's taken me into a quite a horrible place in my own head. Uh, I've had to book a doctor's appointment again, so I'm going to the doctors for the first time in I'd say four years about it, which isn't fun. See, it's funny we're talking about this because I was watching. I think something had finished on telly and we just uh, happened to be on ITV and we ended up watching um, oh what's his name the money guy oh Martin Lewis Martin Lewis he had a Christmas special last week yeah earlier this week I think something Um, and he said something and I'll tell you what it made me think um, because he said about the phrase it's only money Mm. and uh, I think he said that it's you know it's the biggest cause of divorce it's it's one of the biggest causes of uh, mental health problems. Yeah, you know, it is never only money. You know, it is it's it's a welfare issue. You know, it, it should yeah. never be treated as only money. You know, it's it's a massive well-being issue, and uh, you know yeah. that that hit home, and I'd never thought of it that way. It's it's weird as well because it's like you're trying to with that phrase especially, like my the way I reason it is is oh well I can always make more money. You know, oh, it's only money. It's like, well, no, it's not, is it? It's not only money. You can't have only money because if it was only money, I wouldn't be ill because of it. I wouldn't be this stressed because of it. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. If it was only money, I wouldn't be worried about not being able to eat properly if I fuck up. Mm. Like, it's not only money. It's a big fucking thing. It, it's the corner. You know, it's the cornerstone of our civilization at the moment. Yeah. Make make of that what you will. I'm not going to get into the political, the political side of it right now um, but yeah it's not only money it's not all and having that attitude has been quite negative I feel mm. it's it's a big fucking important part of modern life um, but yeah I just had a bit of a bad few weeks um, I found myself getting into old habits that I hadn't really had for years um, so just kind of beating myself up about it and not being able to I've just not been able to shake this kind of cloud, I think, is the way I'd mm-hmm. explain it. Um, 
picked up at the end of last week so my student loan finally came through um so i didn't hand in my uni work on time so that's now in mitigation so one of the reasons i'm going to the doctors is so i can get a note to say listen this is what's been going on Mm. need to say to uni listen i've not just not handed in for the sake of it i got to a point where my head was so bad that i'd go to do work because i knew i wasn't going to I left it too late because I was dealing with everything else and then by the time I got to actually doing the work and I got the time to do it I started and went ah oh, bollocks I don't have enough time like, I'm trying to do a full assignment at 70% of a module in my what's third year what's the point yeah what is the point of doing yeah. this and I nearly dropped out I was inches away like, I was talking yeah. to work about well if I drop out can I get more hours do it like maybe I, I just didn't want to do it anymore yeah um but then I emailed the university and said, listen, this is what's going on with this assignment. I got an email from the university saying, you've not submitted, what's up? You know, are you okay? And I was like, nah, not really. I explained to them what's going on. They were like, listen, just get mitigation. Don't worry about it. Just do the next bit. Just don't worry about that. Just move on. Do the next bit. Yeah. So trying to just pretend I'm in the right place, if that makes sense. So just... So what did... Just purely out of interest, and I'm just going to push you. I'm just going to make you cry now. Um <laughs> What what did you say to the uni then? Did you just explain that your head wasn't right and? Um, well, it was a multitude of factors. So I just said I've had to. I'm having to move house. Um, I've got issues with money. Well, I've got issues with debt. I've got issues with mental health, and I've also got issues with childcare and stuff. Like I can't can't get to university properly if I'm not. What, got was, a... what was it that the only reason I asked what you told him was? I just wondered what it was like using, because I've never I've never had to, and I don't know if I could. But I've never had to use mental health or anything like that as a, not as an excuse, but I've never had to explain myself. Yeah. I just wondered what that was like, or how um, that felt. I done it. I did it with uni the first time uh, when I explained my mental health and I was like, listen, I've, I've got, I wouldn't say severe depression, but I had depression and it was stopping me working and they were very reasonable with it. I think, I think because it's a sub, it's a delicate subject, so places like universities don't want to push it too hard mm. I, I think if I I think if I did the same I think if I did the same thing with an employer there may be a bit more pushback because of course their incentive is they want me in work to do work whereas a university they want me to progress through university and if I if I don't finish university because of mental health then I, I can go back and finish it later whereas if I'm off for a month because of my mental health at work mm. That's a month of product. I think everyone's time got a duty of care, and I think that would depend on the employer. And I mean, I um, I previously worked at a company, and it was a small company. The fact that both the owners, the directors, were in the office, you'd see them every day. Yeah. And his attitude towards mental health was fucking disgusting. I I heard him talk about it once and thought, right, never mentioning mine then. That's, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> you know, that's I, th- the thing I think as well. it depends on on the employer or the manager or etc. Yeah. I feel like where I am now, if I if I needed to, I feel like I could talk to my manager now absolutely openly about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's strange because I think the last year I've opened up about it a lot. And mm. I mean, just doing this over the last couple of weeks, um, people that have known me a long time have gone, I had no idea. And I'm just like, yeah, that's because I'm really good at hiding it. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've dealt with it for so long. I'm really good at not showing it. I, I've um, been... What one mate in particular said it and he just said, I, 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 you know, I had no idea. I, you know, I didn't know. And, uh, 
I, I just said no. I said no one, no one does. I said <laughs> no, there's, that's... no, there's a there's a there's a really good reason for no one knowing, and it's because it's it, it it's um it, it's like a circle. Nobody knows because I don't want them to know, but because yeah. nobody knows, it makes it worse. And it's yeah. it's it's a big circle, and no nobody can help because I don't want people to know. But I need people to help. <laughs> yeah, it's uh you know so yeah you know I, I just I was just curious to know what it was like not using it as an excuse but for lack of a better phrase yeah, you know yeah. using it to um not well, even you, your advantage you, but you, use, you know using it using it to using it for mitigation using mm-hmm. it as as a reason to as to why you've not done you know a genuine reason not just using it as a gout but you know yeah. you, because well, that is the reason that's it when i broke my hand i got less support from uni really yeah because I could still technically write. They're like, well, is there a reason why you couldn't do it? Well, yeah, because my fucking arm was in a cast. Like, I couldn't type 3,000 words. And they were like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, you know, you've got another hand. So, yeah, I do. <laughs> Genuine response was like, well, are you, are you unable to type, type with your left hand? I'm not unable, but the speed at which I type with a single hand mm-hmm. is somewhat diminished. Oh, well, have you tried using text-to-speech? Yeah, have you tried using text-to-speech for 3,000... 000- <laughs> Fucking words. <laughs> Good yeah. mother of God, that was a frustrating conversation. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. It it took until my university asked me, "Is what are you, are you struggling with something? You know, is there something we can do to help?" I was like, "Well, I don't think you can help, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you now. This is gonna be handed in in the uh, re- uh, in the resubmission bit. I'm gonna try and get mitigation, but if I don't get mitigation, then it's just gonna be capped at forty. I've gone from going into this year of university going, right, I'm going to leave with the fucking first, I'm going to put all the work in, I'm going to smash it, to I'm aiming for a solid 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. And like A solid third and I'd be happy. I'm I'm aiming for a pass. Yeah. Obviously, still going to try and do really well, but I'm not putting, I'm not putting as much pressure on myself. I think I was, I was so it determined. A, it's not amazing, that's the wrong word. It's, it's interesting to see in the last few months how your attitude's changed to it yeah considering that I think I forgot because I can see it in your face as well you were genuinely excited about starting again you were genuinely yeah. excited about finishing what you'd started yeah and now I'm fighting daily not to just hand it all in and just go nah fuck it I can't do it I mean I, I had a good conversation with someone um, and he was and he was asking why do you want this degree and I was like well I want it for me I want it because I want to prove to myself that I can do it because yeah. I feel that I'm smart enough to have a degree and the fact that I don't makes me feel weird but it's yeah. like I've always been told my entire life how intelligent I am and yeah I can't get a fucking undergrad yeah it, it's it's a weird it's it's a weird paradox I'm I'm told that I'm intelligent I always feel like I'm intelligent because it's been reinforced so many times like been told that I'm intelligent from an early age but then always failing with education yeah my GCSE is a mediocre at best, uh, dropped out of A levels with a, with three E's, so you know again technically a pass. My college, I got a pass, triple pass, mm. uh, level three NVQ. Year one of university in Nottingham failed. Year one of Beckett got first. Year two of Beckett failed. Year two take two, fifty. Um, I haven't got my marks back from this first assignment. I handed one assignment in two days late. Another assignment that I haven't handed in. 
and I'm just kind of sat there going, "What?" Well, I'm trying to think of why I didn't get it done, and it's because I put it off until it was literally too late. And I always think I've got more time than I do, and I just, I just don't feel like I'm built for academia, which is mm. a fucking shame because I love academia. I can sit there and read academic papers all day. And I enjoy debating academia. And I enjoy debating ideas and writing about ideas and talking about ideas. But ask me to do, if I think, I think if I had nothing else on in my life, then I could do it quite easily. Yeah, I think. But I mean, I had, I just, I always take on too much. So even in my first year, I was studying full time, had a bar job, did all the extracurricular stuff, had a social life. But also, but then I also had a girlfriend who I was living with, and was quite steady, mm. and didn't have any kind of chaos in my life. Then that ended, and then my life went into chaos again, and I ended up, well, homeless for a few months. Obviously, got taken in by my good friend Kyle. Um, ended up in a student house. That was disruptive. It wasn't yeah. as I, I don't know. I'd I'd had I'd had two years of just like a nice steady. I hadn't had much chaos in my life in those those two years and then I went back into student life and it was very much student life it was you know I, I was older I was 24 25 so it wasn't like I was an 18 year old but I'd also not done the 18 year old student life because when I went to university the first time I didn't have the student life because I didn't get on with people I had a bit of a bad time in I mean I, I, I've I've seen you going in and out of mm. you know periods like this through you know we've been friends a long time and I've I've seen it and I can see how much it genuinely affects you when you know in that the, the student houses really are a good fit for you. Uh, no. You know I mean like when you was when you was in the flat with Kyle you was completely <clears throat> not completely together because we're never completely together but you know you you were you, you were managing you you were okay you know mm. now currently all right apart from the current setback you, you know you're okay. Mm. I I, I I think you're really heavily influenced about with what's around you. Yeah. I think you really are. Yeah. Everything that's around you influences how you are. I I'm very empathic and I'm and so that that translates to that translates to well in, in, into a lot of things by it's weird. I I, I can be quite cold and callous because sometimes you have to be. Mm-hmm. But I, I I'm quite mm-hmm. empathic and I, I I do worry about how people feel and how they perceive, particularly how they perceive me. So things like at work, which is not a good trait for project manager, when you when you don't want to when you don't want to annoy people, that's not a good trait to have as a project manager because yeah. your job is to make sure they're doing the work. So, you know, for the, I'm I'm kind of over it now. It's I'm getting better at it, but for the first month of me working, because of course it's a new company, you don't want to be the person that no one likes. Yeah, yeah. I let a thing slip because I wanted people to like me. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't, the thing is, it's not even that I wanted people to like me. It's that I just didn't want people to dislike me. I don't care if they like me, but I just don't want them, I just don't want them to talk about me. Actively hate me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm solid for, I'd solid for indifference. I'd settle for indifference. Yeah. Just borderline, yeah. I just don't like being not liked. I I think the other thing is you've got to gain people's respect before you start telling them what to do. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. uh... I mean, there's there's just been a few incidents in the last, uh, let's let's say, let's just call it 10 years, where I have been actively disliked by people. Mm. Um, Oh, I know. I can 
Yeah, well, <laughs> we've we've been there together. Well, we yeah. can both attest to that one, where we've been actively disliked by people. Yeah, to the point where it's been. <laughs> oh no, I was going to say I've actively disliked you. But... Oh no, no, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, we absolutely have. Um, and it's just not a nice feeling. No, like knowing that someone. I mean, I can. I don't know. I, can... I think sometimes my head's been in a place where I've thrived from being disliked. I've. I've quite enjoyed it at times. Yeah. But I think that's less the enjoyed being disliked where I've quite liked upsetting people. Yeah. It's not the dislike, it's the it's the affecting someone that and I think I've enjoyed. And it's the release from the obligation of nicety. Yeah. If, so it's like once someone doesn't like you, you can be as yeah, if be someone, however you want. If someone has been a dick to you, then that's almost like a license to be a dick to them and you don't have yeah. to worry about like, oh well I can't do that because it might No, fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. Like fuck off. Yeah. That that's almost that's freeing in a way. Um and I think that I just I don't know, I I don't I don't mind confrontation. We're both quite confrontational mm-hmm. people. We don't mind standing up for ourselves, standing up for other people and saying shit when it needs to be said. Yeah. What I don't like is doing that in a position where it's gonna affect me later on. So if for example if it's if it's someone that I if it's family or if it's work <laughs> I have to be in work well, not now but eventually I have to be there for 40 hours a week every week Yeah. if there's someone in their office of 40 people that does not like me and actively does not like me that's a constant background confrontation I'm always on alert because there's always going to be someone in that room yeah. I'm, I'm, I learned recently I'm very much a threat person Like I react to threats a lot more than I react to anything else so if I feel threatened I will react to the threat more than I'll react to anything else in my environment so it's like when that bailiff was round Lewis, you need to go to work. I'm fine. There's not a chance I'm leaving some random dude in my house. No, no, no. Like, I'm always on that kind of edge. It's like I sat on the bus. Like, so I sat on the bus this morning, going to nursery. Um, Holly and Ellie kind of sat playing on the chair. My constant thing was making sure that Ellie wasn't going to jolt off the fucking chair if the bus stopped. Yeah. Rather than rather than concentrating on playing with my daughter, I was concentrating on my daughter not getting hurt. What could hypothetically yeah. happen? Yeah. Yeah. Which may be anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think that exactly yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Or my textbook. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a fun month. But well, in it, contrast. <laughs> yeah. I've been pretty level-headed over the last month. Apart I'm, from on um, Friday, Friday afternoon, I, on a, during a break, I just decided to have a little cry absolutely no idea why <laughs> it just sort of happened and it was weird and it's a long time since that's happened don't know why uh, just felt like a bit of a cry yeah <laughs> that nothing to set me off literally i was sat there looking out the window at trees and thought i'm gonna have a cry now and did sometimes it just happens yep i um and then i did what we do best and went and cheered myself up with mcdonald's <laughs> 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 oh man yeah um that's yeah. a it was weird it's a long time since i've done that i used to do it quite a lot but a long time since i've done that i had a proper not even mcdonald's do that a lot uh, still yeah. but... <laughs> i had a i had a full-blown full-blown mood swing i had four moods in two hours yeah uh, so it was the f- couple of i think it was like last friday or friday after friday before sometime within the last three weeks but it was a friday i know that um, one of the guys from work was leaving um, someone that I've got on with really well since I started uh, really enjoyed just kind of you know the people who you just enjoy their presence like it's yeah. just fun having them in the office because every so often we used to like catch each other eye 
when there was like something funny in the office happening, we catch each other eye and like internally laugh with yeah, each other. Yeah. You know, you'd be sitting in the sink, you'd be still getting a coffee and they'd say something and you'd fucking rip them apart. Just that kind of. Yeah. It was always fun having him around. And so he was leaving and that was a bit of a ugh, fuck. I got told off at work again. But it wasn't a t- it wasn't a telling off. They just told me to do something, and I didn't agree with what they said. And right. that just I was feeling quite good, and now that just flipped me. And I was like, oh, for "Fuck's sake!" So I tried to do what I do, and go through a bit of retail therapy. So I'd figured out a way that I could basically. I need. I want to change my phone. I I'm with O2. Don't like them. They fucked me about loads. Um, I can't get onto my billing system properly. We're trying to get sponsorship. Will you shut up? No, I was <laughs> fuck off. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would literally wouldn't. Well, I would take the money. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't you take could not get off money. your debt. That's... <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I was. I wanted a new phone, and I wanted a new contract with a new provider because I didn't like O2 and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I, Holly convinced me to go to EE because she was on one of their campaigns, got a discount, blah blah blah. Showed me all these new phones. I was like, yep, yeah, cool. That's nice. Um, didn't want to go for the new Apple because I just, I'm just off it. I'm just done with them now. I think. Yeah, no, I think we've had this I've conversation. Been tra- I've been trying for a few weeks to convince you to get a, to get an Android phone. So. Yeah, well, I well, I finally decided I wanted the Pixel Three XL. Right. Um, went into the store, tried it out. Ah, oh, fucking amazing phone. Yep. Really cool. Really enjoyed it. Um, have like three hundred and eighty quid payback on my current on my current contract. So I was like, right, well, I can't really afford it. So not not a problem. They gave me two hundred and fifty for my current phone. Right. Okay, I can afford that. Holly was gonna. We and Holly were gonna split the cost, and that was me. My Christmas present was a new phone. Right. And then I was gonna get the for like an extra. I think it was like twenty quid a month. You could get the uh, Samsung watch. Oh right. Um, yeah. With Holly, with all of Holly's discounts, I ended up having the phone and the watch with less than I'm paying now for my phone. Bloody hell. So I was like, right. yeah, absolutely. So I had a subtle like. My credit is not really good enough for this, so I was sat there and I managed finally gone through the whole process of being sold a phone and this guide and it went in on the Friday. Forgot my bank cards. They couldn't do the they couldn't do the check. Had to go back on Saturday morning. Couldn't do the fucking also it. Went through all the checks and went through. And I was like, listen, my credit rating isn't great, so this could all bounce. So just keep that in mind when doing all this. That yeah. Don't put too much time into it because if it bounces, I'm going to be fucking embarrassed and you're not going to get a commission for it. And you could have been out there earning something yeah. else like, oh, don't worry about it man it'll be fine um, gets to the fucking final check and oh Mr. Ford there's been a problem <laughs> of course there fucking has yeah of course there has what's the problem well we've done the credit check blah 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 blah, blah and you you know we can only offer you certain we can only offer you certain contracts based on what you've got yeah no problem Um, and there's a £100 deposit to put with the phone that you'll get back in six months uh, assuming that all bills are paid on time yeah no problem oh but we have to offer you this or this or this tariff and they all come with an upfront cost of 150 quid I'm like fuck so that's 250 quid yeah pay my phone which then plus the 150 that you'd have had to pay back on yeah, yeah. well no so plus the 380 because the 100 I was going to pay trade my phone in get the money back off that use that to pay off the 380 and then pay the extra 150 to pay off the whole like, yeah, yeah. 400-ish quid oh yeah you can't do it and again, mood just turned and just fucking like a child, like can't have what I want, upset. But it was just because I've over those last over those few weeks, I had so much fucking go wrong. My phone was pissing me off anyway because I keep getting, I pay my bills on time with O2, which is a fucking rarity. Yeah, yeah. And it was just everything about it was too complicated. and It was pissing me off, 
and just things were happening that were winding me up and I couldn't deal with it um, and so I was like I just want the new phone with a new contract with just a fresh fucking thing and I want the watch because I've wanted the fucking smartwatch since smartwatches became a thing yeah and I was like oh I just I'm all can I have all these things and finally I'll be happy this materialism will fucking yep, help that's me it, yep and obviously it didn't go right and then I fucking didn't have any money and blah, fucked up and it pissed me off and I just went from in two days I went from being completely fucking miserable to being over the moon to being miserable to being over the moon to being miserable to being over the moon fucking utter shite yeah but my student loans come in which is actually ahead of schedule which is good which is fucking change my wage is getting paid at some point in the next few days I get to pay for my new house everything else is paid for don't need to don't need to buy anything else um we're looking at looking quite good for budget this month um bills are getting sorted debts are getting sorted everything's leveling out moving into a new house which should be fucking ace holly's got a new job which she loves working with people that are really cool went to see someone on a friday night ellie was at a was at nan's so i went for a few drinks after work which yeah. was fucking lovely um but then I spent more money than I wanted to because beer and then <laughs> came home and bought a takeaway yeah. which was more expensive than I wanted to because beer it's like, oh, I woke up on Saturday like oh what have I done yeah. turns out <laughs> your judgement is impaired when you're drunk who knew <laughs> I drunk bought Warhammer wow because it's Black Friday and I, I was just scrolling through Instagram and it was like 40% off all Warhammer and I went fucking tank shit <laughs> woke up on Saturday your order's been dispatched what the fuck's my order I'll bollocks I bought a tank which I'm not not entirely unhappy about I wanted a tank anyway <laughs> but I didn't want to spend any money yeah so it was a fucking pain in the arse um, went surfing yesterday for the fir- first time in about a month it was colder the the air was colder than the water which yeah. was which is nice and refreshing uh, wearing a hood but the only hoods we had were medium and anyone that knows me knows that I do not have a medium sized head <laughs> uh, or a medium sized neck for that matter which was, seems to be the more important point so my dad was laughing at me because all my face was squished forward so there's just like all of my features just, blue. just yeah um, and I didn't realise this until afterwards well I realized, so I've been surfing for two hours uh, freezing fucking cold the surf wasn't great I mean it was good like but it was messy and choppy and it was I I've now renamed surfing and anything else as adverse weather swimming. <laughs> <laughs> so I was adverse weather swimming and it was fucking windy as shit. We'd driven to three different beaches to find the best one and I was getting the shit kicked out of me. Um, right. Managed to catch one really good wave that was like the best way, the be- my best wave of the day and was trying some new stuff and as I caught it, I managed to, I was just getting a bit of speed and moving down. It was really well and I was like, oh, I need to remember to do that just lost it and my board just stopped moving and I was still going and I was like whoop time to go <laughs> it sounds like a perfect metaphor for life <laughs> yeah um, but after after two hours of rigorous exercise fucking felt amazing I ate like fuck today I got I literally got the shit kicked out of me by the water like it, I got so many blows to the head <laughs> which was interesting actually because I, I usually don't wear a hood because I don't have one and a blow to the head when you're not wearing a hood is pretty intense yeah when you're wearing a hood fuck all it's great <laughs> just getting slapped around and not even bothered 
didn't ma- didn't mind at all. wasn't It wasn't until that I got hit directly in the face, <laughs> like there was because it was so because it was so messy. There'd be like two or three waves breaking at the round about the same time. So you jump to get over the. F- <laughs> so the waves were, I think it was about five foot. So I'm in there at chest height. The waves are five foot. Mm. You can't see behind what's the first. You can't see what's behind the first wave. Yeah. So you jump to avoid a wave, only to get <laughs> immediately by the second wave. So I did that, but I jumped over the first wave, bored in the air, arms above my head, only to be met face to face with a breaking wave. So I got smashed in the face by a breaking wave. All the cold water shoots into my hood, down my back right down my butt crack <laughs> I was like oh, oh boy so as that happens I managed to open my eyes with the exact amount of the exact moment that a third wave broke onto my mouth into my mouth <laughs> I had a full like colonic irrigation via the mouth <laughs> of, of the North Sea <laughs> I was flossed <laughs> Oh jeez! It was it was fucking. Oh, it was it was a good session, but fuck me. <laughs> and uh, I stood up. So the end of the story. The reason I realised the hood was too tight was because I was making really stupid decisions that I attributed to being knocked around a lot. Walking up the cliff, walking back up to the car after two hours in the water, not healthy at all. So I was fucking out of breath. And I go, I just need to take this hood off, Dad. And I just take the hood off, and suddenly my vision clears. Right. I'd, be, I'd been asphyxiated for two fucking hours my vision cleared and I could suddenly think again I was like oh fuck you can't really see it now but yesterday I had a big red line around you can still see it there actually yeah (laughs) I'd literally been choking myself out for two hours pay good money for that yeah (laughs) there's some German basements where that's that's on the menu but yeah two two hours of asphyxiation and and, uh, extreme sport right yeah, so that was refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was um it was an experience. Never really thought about the effects of long term asphyxiation before, but yeah, no. there's not a lot of blood in my brain yesterday. <laughs> dad's new dad's new car's new uh, dad's new car is nice though. Oh right. I didn't realise it changed again. Yeah, Audi A three, T D I. Right. It's only only two Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, it moves. Yeah. It's not no, it's not so much that it's like a stupidly fast car it's the acceleration so if you go from the end of you know you want to get to 30 miles an hour seconds <laughs> you know notice that you're like ah oh, I need to you know, you need to overtake this car and I'm done oh okay we got stuck behind there is a um a, a Land Rover being towed <laughs> obviously <No. laughs> Which is almost like their default it's state. Na- yeah, it's a na- natural position. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Lambo being towed on the on the way up to uh, Driffield. And it's a big, long straight, four cars. We were going at, it was a 60, and we were going at 30. Yeah. So Dad just goes, clear road. We'd passed it before anyone else had even noticed. Yeah. Fantastic car. Love yeah, that, that, I think that's that's the problem with a lot of modern cars is you don't realise the speed because they're so quiet and comfortable. You don't notice the speed you're doing. Yeah, this one. I noticed that a lot in mine because of because of the the comfort of it. <laughs> you don't realise the speed you're going. No, so. no, absolutely not. I mean, it, I don't know because the last time I was in that for any significant time, the fucking brakes well, weren't working, true, so, yeah, we were, but... so we were going quite. We were yeah, going should quite explain slow. that that's a Land Rover, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. The last time he was in it, we had braking issues. 
Well, you say breaking issues. Black old bricks. Yeah. <laughs> the issue was there. Was, was well, as was our brief conversation before we started recording, I thought I'd adopted breaking issues again today, but no, that was my own shoddy workmanship that well, came yeah. to haunt me. The <laughs> issue there being is that you something had dropped behind your brake. Yeah, I didn't secure a speaker well enough and it fell down. It wasn't a breaking issue, but it wasn't, yeah. uh, wasn't it, it a was mechanical issue. It was my shoddy issue. workmanship <laughs> that did that. Uh, but yeah, so... Right, interesting last month then. Well, after that, I think we need a beer. It's nearly t- it's nearly twelve o'clock, so we're not bad parents. What time are we? Ten eleven forty eight. Ten to twelve. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we um. So we, we scheduled this quite early this morning. Greg came straight from the school run. Right, so, so did I actually. Um. So when he first turned up and pulled the beer out, I went, "Ooh, this could be a interesting time." Yeah. There we go. Try and do that while not knocking everything. Oh, success. There we go. So, would you like to introduce your beer this week? Yes. So, we've gone for a local brewery, uh, Great Newsome, which is about five miles away from me. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, this one is the bitter one, Frothing and Best. Yep. Multi-award ring, apparently. It is. There's been quite a few awards. I think a lot of theirs have got awards, though, haven't they? So they... Yeah, they're a, they're a really good brewery. Um, mm. We used them at Sunkfest. Uh, they were, I think, I think Laura's related to someone. That works oh, there. Right. I think her cousin works there or runs it. I don't know. Speaking of Laura, my hint didn't work. So we clearly need to expressly say, leave a review. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering what you were talking about. Yeah, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> Laura specifically. Leave a review somewhere yeah. that's public. Just, just you. Nobody yeah. else. <laughs> we did actually have our first review on Apple. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I didn't even notice, but yeah, that was from yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and it was the first time because I don't have an Apple phone, so I'm unable oh, to. Yeah, so I borrowed Kristen's phone yeah. to have a look, um, and yeah, it did make me laugh that review. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Barker, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm just gonna try and see if we can get the nice. Oh yes, mm. <laughs> fantastic. Um, it's weird reviewing a beer that you've drank over so many, so many times. times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's mainly because I, I, I don't think I've drank a bad beer from Great Newsome. All of them are like, even like the, 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 the lager-ish ones that I'm not yeah. a big fan of, I do like everything from Great Newsome. The darker stouts are really nice as oh, well. Oh, God. Um, I was going to say... This, the... I can't remember the names of any of them off the top of my head, but oh, the, gr- uh, the Slack one I like. Um, Slack Dust. Slack Dust, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the tasting notes on this one. So a blend of Pilgrim, Northern Brewer and Amarillo Hull hops result in a moderately bittered beer with resin hop and peach fruit notes and it is a, it's, it's, it's a really nice bitter it's it a is. nice bitter so gem stout is the stout we were talking about yes gem stout is and I, I'm not a massive fan of stout favorite. I I'm I'm not a massive fan of stout really um but I do quite like those it's quite fruity uh, my favorite is um probably prickly back orchard orchard yeah prickly back orchard which is their uh, golden ale mm. um it's just really really drinkable Every, as I say, everything from them is nice. Even even the ones that I'm not a massive fan of, I do like them. I've not tried the Licorice Stout, the, li- uh, the Licorice Lad Stout. Uh, and I don't think I've done Cold Snap either. No, I think that one's passing by Cold Snap. No, Cold Snap I've had. I've had that in a yeah. pub. Yeah, that's what I think I've that's been on tap but, somewhere. Slight Dust is often on tap locally as well. Yeah. That's what, I think I've had that one most. I See, what I love about Frothingham is that it's not, it's not a unique flavour. Like, I wouldn't... I don't think if you gave me, I don't think if you gave me a selection of bitters, I'd be able to tell you, oh, that one's Frothingham. It's it's neutral, but that's not a that's not a negative thing. It's not. No. 
it's one that you can again it's just really drinkable you can just sit there all day and drink it I mean it's 4.3% 4. I don't know what your tolerance is like these days but I can <laughs> terrible I can sit there <laughs> I think I can drink a 4. Point, I think I can do a couple of pints of a 4.3 in the, in the afternoon without really having much effect and I do like my craft ales and my camera ales what are they called Real ales, there we go. Real ales, yeah. Yeah, I like real ale, and I, I fucking love craft beer, but the problem yeah, with craft beer is that it's so fucking strong. I think the, the, well, the other problem with craft beer is it's got really expensive. Yeah. It never used to be, like, I think, I, I mean, I started drinking, my my line when I walk up to a bar is, what's on Hampel? That mm. is that is my question, first of all. Well, that's real, um, that's real ale, not craft ale. So, yeah. So real, real ale, generally cheaper, and more like a bitter whereas yeah. craft ale is always IPA and, and on and so on yeah I mean my, well what I was going to say was my go to is anything on Hampel but yeah. uh, you know in the a lot of bars and stuff it's a, you just Hampel's crap a lot of the time yeah, um, right. so you do turn to the bottles of you know craft beers and they've just got so expensive now for what they are yeah you know because they've stopped doing them in big bottles like these you know these these 500 mil bottles I don't All enjoy... craft beers now are just in three thirty bottles. I don't enjoy three thirty cans. No. They they annoy me. Not three thirty. What are these? Yeah, small? yeah. Is it three thirty? Oh, the cans yeah. are three thirty. The bottles are four forty. Something like that. Yeah, but the you know the Budweiser sort of size yeah, bottles. Yeah, yeah. Um, three thirty is Bud. I think. Yeah. Well, I've noticed a lot of craft beers coming in smaller bottles now. Yeah. And they they are getting more expensive. See, I wouldn't mind them being in smaller bottles if they were average price to like the yeah, other. Exactly. I mean, I'm in two minds like. Yeah, okay, they shouldn't be the same price as something like Carlsberg for a pint because Carlsberg is made so mass-produced, mass-produced that you yeah. can bring the cost down. Yeah. At the same time, I, I mean, you're paying, paying four quid for a 330 can sometimes is a bit of a fucking piss take. Yeah. When you're getting less, you're getting less, it's not significantly stronger, but at the same time, I don't know the inner workings of the, of the industry. No, it that's is, it. It is more expensive to produce. A lot of the, a lot of the beers you are drinking are made... In smaller batches, are being sent out via express, you know, by their own delivery companies. They're not they're not owned by the good ones. I find are the ones that are independent that aren't owned by breweries, so they're not distributed with things like Carling. So you have to go and buy them separately and things like that. So you know they've got got the same distribution deals, hmm. uh, but at the same time, it's a market and people will pay an extra quid quid fifty for a smaller can of of beer. Yeah, I know. Well, I know I would. I. I generally would prefer to drink a smaller can of something delicious than a a cheaper pint of something average. Yeah, on the I mean, I've got some go-tos. Like, um, around here we get Theakston on top quite a lot. And I was drinking Nuki Brown on Friday. Oh, God. That's... It reminded me of me being 17 and metal again. Nah, Newcastle Brown is something I've never been able to stand. That I really can't stand. I... I quite liked it on Friday nah. well I got there and Holly's friend was drinking Yuki Brown if I'm ever mm. drinking that send me home because I'm too pissed <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh no I, I enjoyed it no I, it's something I can't drink is that it's it's awful stuff I don't think um, yeah I don't think so but in contrast to that one one beer that I do like and everyone else doesn't like is um, London Pride I can't think I don't the think t- one that's brewed on the Thames you might not have even had it. It's quite a big thing it. down south, but again, a lot of people don't like that. But I do quite like that one. I don't think I've tried it. Mm. I might give it a go. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. I think I've always liked real ales. Mm. I've never really been a big fan of lager. There's one or two lagers that I can drink. Budweiser, I don't, I don't mm. mind. 
Um, but the usual Carlsberg and Carlins and all the rest, I can't stand them. Until it until it gets to until it gets to like proper old man bitter, there's not much beer I don't like. I'm not a, not a giant fan of um, of like wheat beer. Hmm. So there's some wheat beer that has a taste that I don't really like. Apart from that, I I, I generally drink. If someone was to offer me a beer, it wouldn't generally matter what what type it was. I'd probably be able to drink it and yeah. not really fret too much. But one thing, oh, this is the thing. Uh, so the recruitment agency that got me the job where I am now, I got into work last week. On my desk was a box that I hadn't ordered anything, so I was a bit suspicious. I was like, oh, fucking hell, who's sending me shit? I went up, three beers All from right. uh, from the recruitment agency. So agency called Craft in Leeds. Um they did a deal with uh, Northern Monk Brewery, and they basically put their branding on the Northern Monk cans. So I got three cans of Northern Monk Pale Ale. Um, fucking delicious. I was going to save them for today, and then I drank them, because I remembered <laughs> that it was your turn. Um, so I'm, if I'm in Leeds before the next episode, which I doubt I will be, which I should be, because I'm... Like, well, I'm I think newly. the next episode will be doing something a bit different, because I think we're going to go try and find um, oh, the Christmas do- market and go to... Um, because they always have the like craft beer. Yeah. Stores. If not, where there is, well, we're go- I'm going to be moving down a pretty popular street in Hull for nice yeah. bars, so we could just go to a nice bar and just maybe just record that section there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're doing on air admin now. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> what could be more popular? <laughs> I know. I know. Let's dis- let's discuss. Let's discuss how we're going to set up the Google Drive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're 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 having a, we're trying some experimentation. Uh, so we want to try and get some kind of on the scenes reporting. I don't know. We want to get a hand recorder and record ourselves in a pub. See how it sounds. Yeah, I think we're we're gonna we're gonna have a play about and do some different things. Um, I think now that we've got, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, but I'm thinking format. Format. There yeah, we go. That'll do. Um, want the word I'm looking for, but that's enough. Yep. Now that we've got the format sort of locked down, now that we know yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> I questioned that as soon as I said it. <laughs> now, now, yeah, now, now that we've got an idea of what we're doing, I think, um, I think now we can experiment a bit and see yeah. what people. Since you know we've asked twice now and no one's given us any suggestions, we're just going to do what the fuck we want. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, we're, we're at the midway. So I will ask again if people can subscribe, leave reviews on any platform that they can. You know, let's because. I think that we're gaining an audience from people seeing it. So if it can be shown on Apple and things like that, that would be fantastic. So yeah. if you're listening on, on iPhones, Apple Podcasts, then leave a review. Because at the moment, I think there's one or two reviews, but there isn't enough to show a star rating on the actual screen oh, yet. Oh, not? No, but I know there are a couple of reviews. Um, but yeah, so if you can leave a star rating, subscribe to it, and then you'll get it downloaded instantly. However else you listen, Google Podcasts, I don't know if there's a review thing on there or not yet. Um, I've not looked. I'm not a massive fan of Google Podcasts. I sort of tried using it, and I'm not a massive fan of it. But whatever you are listening on, leave a review, leave leave a star, even if it's just a star rating. Yeah. You know, even if you don't type something up, just, you know, and subscribe to it so it comes through automatically. Yeah. Um, you know, th- 
we are available on pretty much every platform now. Wherever you can listen to a podcast, we are searchable. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's... which I'll be honest has been a pain in the ass, but it is now there on everything. So if you're listening on Stitcher, Spotify, anything, we are now <laughs> oh, we're on Spotify. On Spotify, yeah. Fucking hell, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, we're that's on great. Spotify. So yeah, however you're listening, I know, I know, we've got at least one listener on Spotify. So oh, oh. yeah, um, but yeah, however, however you listen, just review. Um, yeah, and subscribe to it, and hopefully we'll we'll gain listeners that way. Because the yeah. more listeners we get, you know, that the better. Really, well, the more stuff we can do with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I've not done is reminded myself of all the addresses and things. But you know, we, you can now get in touch on on Facebook and Twitter and an email address. Um, if you search for Bad Dads uh, Club podcast on all of them, you will find us. Um, we'll pull up the addresses and give you the addresses at the end of the show anyway but yeah just you know feedback is fantastic we've had one or two feedback is starting to trickle in now yeah we've had one or two really enjoy um you know which has been fantastic you know we've been able to screenshot them and send them to each other and have a laugh about them afterwards so that's (laughs) you know but yeah any any feedback's great i mean we do get feedback to ourselves anyway but public feedback is absolutely appreciated but yeah, that that would be the one thing I ask. You know, we're, we're not we're not asking for money. We just need thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think at some point with with what we want to do, at some point we're going to have to find some way of funding it. So it may be in the form of adverts. I think we're going to set up some sort of donation thing because we do want to travel to interview people. We've already got a couple of ideas of people we want to interview. So there may be a little bit of travelling involved. Um, you know, I don't have the world's most economical car, and trains are expensive. So, <laughs> however we decide to travel, it's going to cost money, and I don't mind putting some money in. Absolutely, but you know, obviously, if it's going to start costing money every time we record, I think um, we're going to have to. We're doing admin again. Well, the, the key, th- well, the key thing is we want to get guests on. We do, yeah, and um, we... because we know how boring we are. So <laughs> the, <laughs> we need someone more interesting than us. Um, I felt sorry. There's a, a friend of mine, uh, Mark, uh, the, the Spotify listener. Um, oh, okay. He, uh, I sat with him in a truck. We drove to Liverpool. So he dealt with me for a couple of hours in the morning. We talked about this, that, and everything. The podcast got mentioned, discussing it. You know, we was talking about mental health and all the rest of it. So we got talking about the podcast. He then asked me for a link to the podcast. So he had to listen to me all morning on the way to Liverpool and then listen to the two existing episodes of the podcast. He literally listened to me drone on all fucking day. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Mark. Yeah. No. <laughs> if you actually make it to this one. <laughs> but oh. yeah, it's... um. Yeah, so you know, we want to get some other opinions on. We want to get some other voices on. Um, if you want to come on, get in touch because yeah, nobody absolutely. does. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, at the moment we're in the we're in the volunteering stage, so we're very much like well, uh, Great Britain in nineteen thirty nine and nineteen forty, where at the moment it's a choice. <laughs> this soon, podcast needs you. That's yeah, well, at the moment it's a choice, and soon there's going to be legislation that makes sure you have to come on. <laughs> <laughs> Soon we're going to be meeting up with friends in pubs and just bringing microphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, do you want to come round for a couple of couple of beers and yeah. a chill out? Oh yeah, by the way, we're going to record. Yeah, to record it, this? Um, yeah, absolutely. Just you know, if you want to come on and give your view on anything, even if we've got to revisit anything, like I know this, the the, the start of this has been very money money oriented if that's affected you know if there's some if you've got a story let us know even if you don't want to come on send us the story yeah you know yeah. We'll, we'll you know we're, we're open to feedback and conversation from all things so you know ha- please get in touch because 
I'm lonely. <laughs> Greg spends a lot of time on the road. <laughs> he needs to. He needs to hear some more. Po- he needs some more positive reaffirmation. Yeah. Um. Very fun. Yeah. Um, I've been really good at not looking at listener numbers though. I know. I've Have not, you noticed that they've got less and less? I've not had a. I've not had a notification. I've not had a message from you with listener Every numbers day. on That's... for uh, <laughs> nearly a week now. Yeah. It's. Been, I'm. I'm trying to limit myself to weekly and not daily. So. <laughs> uh, um. But yeah, it's. Um. You know, we the, the audience is definitely growing. I. You know, yeah. and I think. Um. I think if we can get some feedback, because you know we'll definitely be able to grow the audience more. Yeah. Which is only beneficial to everyone. But mainly us. So. And our egos. And, <laughs> and our fragile, fragile and if you, egos. If you can't even be bothered to leave a five star review, tell someone about it. Yeah. Uh, and I know that that's more of an effort because then you've got to explain what a podcast is. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but take someone's phone off them, <laughs> install a podcast catcher, and download it. Yeah, by any means necessary. <laughs> so, what's been in the news? We haven't even talked about parenting. We have, oh, fuck, we haven't, have we? We really are bad dads. <laughs> well, you I still have, have a child. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Our children's kids are fine. <laughs> What's the news story? So the news story uh, is something I've seen on Reddit this morning. Because um, unlike previous episodes, we've not even had a brief discussion about this to start with. No, I wanted, so this I is wanted raw feedback, okay. which is good. So It might not be. <laughs> no, no, probably not. We might have to do a few takes of this one. Uh, so, according to science, <laughs> oh, Greg nearly lost his cough, his uh, his beer there. Yep, nearly lost a mic. Uh, so, according to scientists, uh, this is in the Telegraph for science. Children mirror the weight gain and losses of their mothers, but not their fathers, which is fantastic news for me. Um, so, a team from the new for the Norwegian University of Science and Technology in Trondheim. Oh God, I said that right, wrong. You no. just defended an entire town. Tell you what, let's start that again. A team from the north. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Is that starting again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god. Uh, so a team from the Norwegian University of Science and Technology in Trondheim <laughs> looked at activity I like levels. The way that you said let's start this again, and still didn't look up how to pronounce it. That's a good point. How do you pronounce Trondheim? Oh god. <laughs> a team from the Norwegian University of Science and Technology in Trondheim. Looked at activity levels of 4,400 children and their parents over 11 years to discover if there was a link in their weights. They found that if a mother lost weight, their children followed suit. Doctoral student uh, Marit Nies. Oh, fucking hell, this, this article is full of, uh, of things I can't Norway, pronounce. Didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, fucking hell, yeah. A doctor, doctoral student uh, Marit Nies said parents have a major impact on their children's health and lifestyle. Behaviours that, that lead to obesity are easily transferred from parent to child. Mothers, who are, mothers whose activity levels drop as their children are growing up uh, linked to children with higher BMI in adolescence. But the researchers found no significant link between a child's weight and a father shedding or piling on the pounds. I would argue that this isn't exactly surprising. No. Because kids generally spend more time with mothers. Now this is what they actually said next. Oh, okay. The researchers believe the disparity is due to mothers primarily being responsible for planning activities and making food choices. Uh, the team found mothers who are, whose activity levels dropped as their children were growing up had teenagers with bigger BMIs than those who had stayed at a healthy weight. But when fathers changed their activity levels, it made no difference. Um, however, they found no relationship when parents lost a great deal of weight. This kind of weight change is often associated with the illness or more extensive or more extensive diets that do not involve others in the family. 
Researchers also showed that mother's weight had an even greater impact than whether the child stayed in education for longer, which is known to be protective against obesity. On average, BMI is lower in families with higher education compared to families with less education, said researcher Christy Kravavloy. I think that's a class issue more yeah. than anything. But maternal maternal weight reduction seems to wield greater influence on the children's BMI in families with higher education. Uh, the study also found that children have generally uh, people have generally become more physically active during their leisure time. Uh, the results of the study are published in the BMJ Open, British Medical Journal Open. So some things in there that probably non-surprising, but yeah, it's I nice would, to have them backed up. I would say of a lot of it is pretty non-surprising. Um, the fact that privately educated are more likely to lose weight, I think that's a class issue more than a an education issue. Oh, it's not necessarily privately educated; it's higher education. So if the say, I think it's still a class issue. Yeah. Potentially, but I think it's if both parents have been to university, or you know, generally if the, if people are going to better schools. But if both parents have been to university, then they're probably earning more money and but therefore in a higher class. But if they're studying Norwegians, I never heard of a poor Norwegian. And they must exist. <laughs> <laughs> they must exist, but I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're the ones with the fat kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a fat Norwegian. I'm going to have to Google fat Norwegian and see if there are any. I, I can't imagine there being any fat people in Scandinavia. <laughs> I don't think we're taking the right things from this article. Um, <laughs> We've gone off on a tangent. Yeah. Um, I think the way that I heard that, a lot of it is a class issue. And I think, obviously, higher classes, more money, better diet. I, don't, I can't see any groundbreaking sort of, well, fuck me, I don't believe that sort of statements in there. So... The the bit that I, so the bit that in there that I am surprised by is that it has no relation to the dad's weight loss and gain. That I so what I expected was that activity levels in parents would cause increased activity levels in children. Yeah. But there is no link, no suspected link between activity levels in in dads and their children, which to me implies two things. The first being that. Dads generally exercise without their children. Yeah, I can't imagine going to the gym with Ellie. I mean, I don't know. I'd... I think that's probably. I think that's probably true because I think dads generally. I think dads. Excuse me. Dads exercise versus mums exercise. I'm thinking about our house. If I was to go out, it would probably be on my bike or go for a run by myself or something like that. Yeah. I think Kristen's exercise is based on walking to the park with the take kids. The park, yeah, take the kids. So to the park. I think. Again, I'm not surprised that exercise happens more with mum than dads. Yeah, it's, just, it's a rise in activity levels, and it's—I don't know—I I thought there would be some link. I thought, I thought there'd be some link, and any link that they did find. I think it's interesting. I don't think it's surprising. I, the thing that is surprising is that science has found it. What the fuck's religion been doing? <laughs> It's—I I find it interesting. I, find, I do find it interesting. Uh, it's something that I worry about having very low activity levels and having a daughter. But at the same time, I, I just I don't think that I'm going to have much choice in any of these activity levels because she's going to be riding a horse soon. She's going to be playing. She'll be playing fucking things like netball and stuff because that's what Holly did at school. Whereas the only exercise I got at school was running away from PE teachers. <laughs> probably not running. That's what they wanted you to do. <laughs> yeah. You might, um, well, no, we, we did Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. How many, I, exhibitions, how many expeditions did I actually do, though? <laughs> I never did silver. I don't know, I did one silver and I passed out. I'm saying this, but 
the kids' activity levels are definitely higher than mine and Kristen's. Because yeah. Annabelle goes swimming. She does martial arts. Yeah, that's true. Musical theatre. Me and Kristen don't. I'd want to see you do musical theatre, to be honest. I did drama. I was quite good at drama and theatre. You did drama. I wouldn't call it theatre. <laughs> I was in place. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of the drama of your life rather than... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... You caused drama, not did not did drama. <laughs> um, this is an issue of semantics. I didn't do drama anyway. I did theatre studies. Oh God, where did you do that? Please say, that, Sa- um, please say Sap Holden. I did do it yourself here. Yeah. Um, but I can't see the link between what my kids do and Kristen's activity levels. No. So, I but don't well, know. that's why it's a right. That's why it's a. That's why you do studies on more than one person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, four thousand four hundred families. Well, that must be all of them. There isn't that many people. All of them. <laughs> everyone in Norway. <laughs> yeah. I love how I love how we managed to offend someone different each week, and this week was the Norwegians. You see, I like how we not managed only... to offend so many people, and nobody gets in touch. <laughs> see, not only did I mispronounce one of their cities, God knows how many times. I mean, I don't know how many times it can actually show in the sh- in the show when I've after we've edited it. <laughs> but I fucking nailed the naming of the city and then probably misread the name of their researchers as well again and again. Yeah. I didn't think the Norwegians would be up for attack this month. <laughs> Wouldn't have guessed it. No, well. Those damn Ouija's. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? It just comes as a surprise. <laughs> it surprises us all. Just think how the Polish felt. I'm confused as to what that sentence means. Well, then I struggled to name the year, so I was going to go with the year. Okay. But then I forgot which That's year fine. they were invaded. Oh, choose a time. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of the most invaded countries in, yeah, in, true. in modern Europe. <laughs> yeah, you think they'd see them coming. Um, <laughs> you think they'd expect it. <laughs> so, what's happening this month? I'm moving house. i move house in the next few weeks. Yeah. As you can see, we're in the middle of packing. <laughs> I'll I'll note. Yep. <laughs> I will note. There's nothing in this house that's been packed so far. Um, it's hard to tell in this house because everything is just generally laid everywhere anyway. Um, yeah. What else are we doing this month? I've just got lots of fucking work. I have got absolutely nothing on over the next month, or over the next couple of weeks before we see each other again. What's I've that got. Like? The thing is, I'm starting to realise, now that we're having to say what we've done over the last month and what we've got coming up, I'm starting to realise that I live a very boring life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to realise how monotonous my life is. Only 30 more years. No, it's not. 40. And then we anywhere near retirement age. Are you counting down to retirement? Yeah, about 40 years. I'm thinking 13 years before Annabelle leaves home. That's what I'm counting down to. Oh, is that your next countdown? Yeah, yeah. Might get some life back then. <laughs> I doubt it. If we're anything to go by, we just we just become more stressed for our parents. <laughs> Certainly not by eighteen. I'm twenty seven and I'm doing this shit. That's true. My sister's not an issue. Oh, my pe- my mum did also uh, tally up how much money she's lent me in the last nineteen months since Hattie was born. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> about four thousand. Wow. In nineteen months, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. In any amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Especially over not even two years. I did ask that she discounts things like paying, like bitch she's paid for the wedding. I was like, wait, you can't then use that. That's not lending money. 
<laughs> you can't offer me offer a present. To buy something and then <laughs> and then include it in <laughs> include it in a tally of things I owe you. Come on. <laughs> it outlines how bad we're doing with money when mm. that's the amount of money we're borrowing from. Parents. I bet that was a proper kick in the teeth as well. And then then when she sat down and worked out that she didn't have to lend you a penny. <laughs> Yeah, she was not happy with that one. No, I bet. Yeah, it was. Well, he just said, "But not any, we're not lending you any money. Like just straight up. When that's it, you cut off. If you need, you know, if the fridge is empty, then that's fine. I'll come around and I'll bring you food. But I'm not lending you money anymore." I was like, "Yeah, that's took you four grand to realize that. That's pretty impressive." <laughs> Can't believe I rinsed you for what I did before you said no. <laughs> Can't I got four grand out of it. <laughs> Who's the idiot, really? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not my lovely, lovely mother. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should have asked, does she listen to this? I don't know. I'm just going (laughs) to... We'll find out. (laughs) We'll definitely find out if she does. (laughs) Uh, There'll be some people listening to this that don't know my mum. She scares me. Yeah, I've heard that about a lot of things. She got described to me recently as warm but terrifying. That's accurate. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. For someone who is... Oh God, I'm going to say 5'7". Yeah. That's a, I think that's a safe guess. Someone roughly roughly 5'7", but not a very intimidating frame. Like a dead spider. You're looking at me, boy. I'm looking at you in pure, like, if he listens to this... <laughs> <laughs> She's got a dead spider on me. No, like, dead spider, like, absolutely not going to cause you any harm. Still fucking terrifying. It's still a fucking spider. Oh, okay. That that's not a very good analogy because if you think my mum wasn't going to cause you any harm, <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't it's, think she caused me harm. It's more like she's more like a mouse trap. <laughs> she's only going to hurt <laughs> if you fuck with it. <laughs> I was going to say something completely different there, but just on the off chance she does listen to this, I'm not going to. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Absolutely fine, but don't put your finger in it. That's- <laughs> <laughs> oh Michelle I really like you <laughs> and I feel like I've just ruined <laughs> definitely going to find out if you listen yeah <laughs> oh. uh, but it's good to get that off my chest I'll be honest I've good I do feel that, I mean I'm Probably not so much when you tell me it's gone live and I then have to wonder about who knows about my debt. <laughs> I'm going to do the thing you did in the first few weeks. I'm like, everyone fucking knows. Do you want the login details so you can see the list of numbers? Oh, God, I'd rather not. I'd rather just not know. <laughs> and my main concern is people from work hearing it because they're, just, they're people that I interact with every day that I don't know That's it, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. But I don't think they like me enough anyway, so it's fine. I don't think anyone's that interested in my life. I only have two of them on Facebook. In fact, I think I have one of them on Facebook, so maybe they won't see it. Maybe they will. I don't know. That's a real measure of how many friends you've got in it, Facebook. That's <laughs> well, it's whether or not you've added them to Facebook. It tends to be a thing now, isn't it? It's like, well, I've, I've been working there for over a month. I only have one of them. Two of them are Facebook. To be honest, I've been at my place of work for six, seven months. Instagram I can do. I only have one of them on there. See, Instagram, I've got like four or five of them on there. Because it's a lot less personal, I think. Um, de- Facebook, definitely. It's just, I don't like on Facebook that you can just go through the last 10 years of my life and see what I've said. Mm. My, mine came because a uh, previous place of work, I ended up with everyone, that, you know, every, and I've still got everyone from there on Facebook, and it is just so, find out if any of them listen now, um, it is just so schoolyardy. It mm-hmm. is unbelievable, and it properly pissed me off. 
um, when I was leaving, something happened and it properly pissed me off. And that all that all originated from Facebook. Um, one of the chaps there, uh, I had, had issues with in the past, and that again, all you know, through Facebook arguments were caused. So when I started here, I, I said I'm not having anyone, and there was a few people that I knew already before I started there, so they're on Facebook by default. Yeah. Um, but since I've started there, I've only added one of them. You know, and in fairness, it's not a whole driver, and it's someone that I speak to occasionally. So yeah. you know, it's a way of keeping in touch, even though I don't see him very often. So you know, that that's um, you know, I've 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 made an active effort not to engage with any of them on Facebook because I don't want to get sucked into that schoolyardery again. Yeah, it's just a really, it's a really weird thing to have to factor into your life, isn't it? Mm. Like I don't know, I, people are quite people are quite open with Facebook and. It, it's used without thinking a lot. Mm. And uh, yeah, whereas yeah, I, yeah. I put a lot of thought into how I run my Facebook. Not how I run it. That sounds like it's something more important than it is. But I, I make a conscious effort not to share too many things that are too personal. And I, I try not... I've, I don't put a lot on there anymore. No. It's... Well, I, you know I used to be quite vocal. I used to share fucking every thought I had on there. Mm. And you got quite... Pol- you'd get quite... Pol- the thing is, it get quite political... And I'd express viewpoints that would then change because obviously a viewpoints change as we had discussed in episode one, I think it was. Uh, yes. Yeah, things that we say change all the fucking time. So then I'm being, I'm being, I'm being held to account for things that I said, or felt like I was being too disingenuine when I was changing my opinion. So now I just don't fucking voice it. Yeah. If someone asks me about it, then I'll talk about it. In fact, people know I don't always have to ask me. Um, I will tell you what you think, what I think, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of a personal flaw that I think I'm. Mm. I'm very open with a lot of the things I I say and do. I try not to be because some of the things I say and do probably get me in trouble if I tell the wrong people, um, which probably sounds worse than it is. Um, yeah, I just I don't like people knowing too much about my life, and it's it's weird as well because especially when you're struggling. When like so, the last few weeks when I was at work, like this was really nice. One of the per- one of the people that worked there, I was in the I'd come in. I think it was probably the afternoon. I had the bailiffs round actually, um, so I was in work and I just got a message on on Slack. I was like, "Oh, you're okay. You don't seem like yourself. You know, you're all right." And I was like, "Fucking hell, I've only been here for about a month, mm. and there's already someone here that is like, you're all right because you seem off." I mean, I had been shouted at for being too fucking too boisterous I really want to know what this thing what you said that wasn't appropriate oh no it was it was a, it's a combination it, I'll tell you I'll tell you off air okay but, um, the, I think the main thing was just feedback on the, the main thing was I got feedback on how I and how I behave like, you've been here for a month you've set yourself in really well socially but until you have done more work we need to focus on not being so social and focus on putting doing more work right which was hard because I didn't have a lot of work to do so I was yeah. more social because I didn't have as much work. So yeah. I don't know. It it the the worst part for me wasn't so much that I got bad feedback. It's that I got bad feedback that I've had before. I know that I yeah. I know that I'm a loud person. I know that I'm talkative. I know that I am the kind of person who will have a conversation with almost anyone, almost any time. That's the kind of person that I am. Yeah. So to then have that used as a negative as negative feedback was. It came at a bad time. I reckon yeah, it, yeah, it, I if, if they said it now, probably wouldn't care as much. But it was in the middle of everything else, and yes. it was—I think it was probably a few days after I just found out that I had to move house. So I was like, "Oh, it's just a bad time. Just bad timings. Just a really bad month for things going wrong." Yeah. 
Oh well. It's over now. It's over now. Yeah, exactly. Just gonna say that. So, um, yeah. So my mum's got nothing. You're moving house. Next episode will be in a studio, ish. Yeah. Be in a small room next to my bathroom. <laughs> well, the story of the room is that it was a two-bedroom house with a big bathroom. So they put a wall in the middle of the bathroom, and now it's two. And it's a two-bedroom house. With a really small bathroom and a really small room. I'm happy with that. I'd rather have a little podcast room. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get a little um little red light and an on-air sign and leave it outside the door. <laughs> so when we're in the house just by ourselves, no one walks in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Recommendations-wise for the next month, oh, I have got absolutely nothing for the simple fact that last month's recommendation has taken all my fucking time up. Oh, shit, you've been playing City Skylines, haven't you? Cities, yeah. yeah mm. Cities has absolutely consumed every spare minute I've had. So I've done nothing else. It does that. Yeah. Really good at doing that. Uh, my recommendations, um, I think probably recommended it before, but Audible. Fucking well into Audible. I must have been on it for now six months-ish. Right. Uh, money on the one book a month plan, which is seven ninety nine, so same as Amazon Prime. Massive selection of books and audio dramas, which I found recently. In fact, I got, I got an audio drama, which was fucking cool. It's just exactly how it sounds. This is why I listen to Radio Four. Well, exactly. I love Radio Four. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's that's a similar kind of thing. Um, my favorite thing at the moment is how easy their returns policy is. So you can be halfway through a book, you like, don't like it, refund it, have a credit in your account within min- within seconds, buy a new one, keep going. I actually finished a book and went. That was shit. Refunded it. Got a new book. Easy peasy. I don't know what's stopping me listening to a book going, eh, didn't like it, and doing it again. I'm just getting another one back. Except for my own my own goodwill, I suppose. Morals, yeah. Yeah. But um really enjoying that. Uh, Netflix. Netflix, Netflix. Chris Rock. <laughs> Still waiting for that sponsorship. I know, man. <laughs> Chris... Sweet, sweet money. <laughs> oh, Chris Rock's got a new comedy special. All right. <laughs> it's fucking good. I've missed that one. That one's passed me by. Yeah, it's really good. I was on Netflix the other day looking at comedies. That one's I've missed yeah. that one. Um, new show, really good. I finally got round to, and I know it's like, uh, is it a year or two old now? Maybe about eighteen months old. Finally got round to watching that um, Seth Rogen's um, oh, charity. hilarity for charity. Yeah, yeah. It's not that old. I thought. No. I thought it was. Maybe beginning of the year. Really? I, I thought it was a bit older than that. I, I, I say, it summer, it's been on my radar and I keep seeing it and I keep thinking right I need to set aside an hour and watch that yeah. and I've ne- I've just never got around to watching it and I really finally good. got around to watching that the other night brilliantly funny yeah really good um, and then I've just been playing I've just been switching games I've been playing Battlefield 5 spoke about it briefly before we started recording yeah yeah um, I might get that because I didn't get the last one the last uh, one I had was 3 so the last one you had was 3 yeah there's been 4 there was Hardline there was Battlefield 1 and now there's Battlefield 5. Okay, I've missed more than a few. Then. Yeah, you've missed quite a few. Actually, thinking about it, yeah, that will have been a long time ago because mm. that was on Xbox 360. Battlefield 3 was when I lived with my parents. Yeah, it was when I was working on buses. You used to play with a couple of the lads that was on buses with. Yeah. Bloody hell. Battlefield 5, really good. Right. Um, Interesting class systems with, like, progression so you can unlock, like, extra things to do, you know, extra weapons, things like that. Uh, weapon customization, fun. Uh, I was reading a re- review the other day, which brought up a good point. Um, is that it constantly reminds you of how horrible war is. So right. a lot of the narrative, like a lot of the narrative, is always like you know, war is hell and it's quite hard. You know, and it's it does a really good job of showing you 
the the showing you the ugly side of war but it's still a game so it has to be fun so it's like yeah war is horrible blah 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 and then check out this gun with all these gun with all these customization options look at how cool this is oh look you can customize your tanks yeah it, it's a weird one right um so it's, the message is quite disjointed but the gameplay if you can you ignore that the fucking gameplay is fantastic like i've played it i've been playing quite i've played a few games um some with people i know some just with strangers um loads of nice little mechanics that have been built in so you know, now you can build fortifications so you know just putting sandbags up and stuff which is good when it's late game and the entire map been leveled because of course dice is known for fantastic destruction physics so half the battlefield's completely fucking leveled but you're sat there throwing sandbags up against a half destroyed wall you know really interesting mechanics um you know you get bonuses for squads all kinds of cool nerdy shit <laughs> um yeah and class systems that work really well together it's not so much of a run and gun if you work together you generally do better as you usually do but your gaming spectrum is so strange. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I've gone from one month, last month it was City Skylines, where it's like a city stand simulator to a battlefield. Yeah, front line. F- and first the month before show. it was, I've forgotten what it was called, but you were showing me that Civil War recreator thing. Oh, fucking hell, yeah, Holdfast. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Um, yeah, it's been interspliced with uh, Command and Conquer. Um, old school Command and Conquer. That's right, yeah, you was on. Yeah. And he was on another. Was it a Warhammer version of that yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, Warhammer Total well? War. Yeah, yeah my, my collection's quite diverse. I <laughs> I have weird tastes. I never like to stick to one thing for too long. I need to, see, I do. I get sort of hooked on a game and that's it for a good few oh, weeks. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I'll get hooked on a game and I will play it obsessively for... Mm. I mean, I'll, I'm probably going to play it as soon as you fucking leave, which is not as good because I should be doing work. Yeah. Um, I might have a cheeky half an hour, as if I deserve it after talking to my friend and drinking beer for two hours. <laughs> I, I never. I, same with music. I can't sit with music at any length of time. Actually, that's one thing I did want to recommend this month. Um, music. Oh, what fucking bands have I been listening to? God damn it. See, I do it where I think of a band, think, oh, I ain't heard that song for a long time, and then I get sort of stuck on them for a while. Yeah. Oh, that's clearly a list you need to forward to me. Yes, I will be forward. So, um, me and Holly have made a, a wedding playlist. It's currently seven hours long. Um, I'm doing so little for your wedding. <laughs> yeah, well, that, it's pretty much it, all it needs is a is a fine tune for you to go through and and choose things that need uh just need making sure they're actually good for fucking listen listening to. Mm-hmm. It isn't just me and Holly. Um, actually, no, when we stop, we'll have a conversation yeah. about that and have a catch up where we're at. So, not really got a lot of music recommendations. Cause I can't remember any of the fucking bands I'm listening to. I get stuck on bands, to be honest. I think of a song thought I haven't heard that for a while and that's it for like three weeks uh, the last two weeks I have been listening to pretty much exclusively Anishikari just oh, the really? full back catalogue because there was a post on Facebook a sponsored post that they were on tour and thought oh I haven't heard them for a while <laughs> by a while I mean a few months ago when the new album came out and that is it now I've just been for the last two weeks I've been exclusively on them yeah I think the end oh thanks oh god there the dog goes yeah I think that's it. We've kind of petered off the end of this episode. Yes, it's okay. The powers of editing. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll we'll just do a nice strong outro. Yeah. So, thanks for letting us bore you again. That's... Yeah. Um, if you do see me, don't let's not talk about debt. 
Bruce Hans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no. If if anything we've spoken about struck a nerve, yeah, want to talk, talk something. I mean, yeah. the main thing I will say is that if you have issues with debt, go and speak to someone. Citizen Advice Bureau and um, Step Change. Yeah, Step Change I mentioned briefly earlier. Yeah. That is a charity. So that they set up... Um, what they're called, IVAs for people. Not IVAs, it's uh, uh, payment plans. Sorry, payment yeah. plans. They set up payment plans for people. They will deal with your debtors on your behalf and all the rest of it, and they are a charity. Yeah. So a lot, there are a lot of places that do it for you but charge a fee for it. They they will do it for free, so you will pay X amount a month and they won't take a cut off it. Every penny that yeah, you yeah. pay goes to debtors. Yeah. Um, sorry, creditors. Um, so yeah, that that I mentioned them earlier. Yeah, maybe should have uh, explained who they are. They are they are absolutely really helpful. Even if they don't set something up for you, they they are a charity and they will help you on the phone anyway. Yeah. So they they are also good for just calling up and asking for advice. Yeah. And yet also uh, speak to someone that Samaritans as well is a, is a good a good phone line to be talking to when you are feeling like I've been feeling the last few weeks. I didn't actually call them this time, but I've called them in the past. Um, they they're not they're not there to help you. They're there to just listen. Um, so they are quite good for just literally if you've just got no one else to talk to, or you don't want to speak to someone in your life about what you're going through. Just give them a call. Let them know what you're doing. Um, sometimes just speaking about it out loud makes you feel a whole lot better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it does. And if you want to talk to us about anything we've spoken about just drop us a message on Facebook we have a Facebook page you ruined my cheesy radio link then aha stole it from you yes and hey if you want someone to talk to you can always get in touch with us <laughs> so on Facebook we're at Bad Dads Podcast uh, remember it's Bad Dads uh, if you go to Bad Dad there's someone else I think is it not Bad Dads Club Podcast yeah Bad Dads Club Podcast that's not what you said you said Bad Dads Podcast Ah. Bollocks. <laughs> I'm clearly not made of radio. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you've got a face for it. Um Bad Dads Club Podcast on Facebook, so Facebook.com slash uh Twitter is Bad Dads Club PC. Yep. Um which we currently have two followers on Twitter, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not my uh, most used social network. No, I, I, well I don't bother with it at all. Um I think I logged on to it the other day to see if you'd done anything on it. No. That, that was it. That, that's yeah. that's all I logged on for it for. Um, and, and then email address. Yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. If you've got any inquiries, just drop us a line. Yep. Lewis's phone number is... <laughs> Not for public <laughs> uh, I get enough phone calls asking for random shit. I don't need... <laughs> it's mostly money, though. So yeah. I think um, also, hopefully before the next episode i was hoping to get it done before this episode but because um lewis recommended a game and i've had no time to do anything else um there will be a working website before oh, the next of one course. um i've bought the domain it, it there's nothing at it yet though um but yeah so we will have we will have a working website i've just said i've bought the domain Kristen doesn't know i've bought the domain um but yeah we will have a working website before next time which to be fair i think is mainly going to be a blog but we'll put other things on there um after a discussion post post recording today, there'll be a donate button hopefully for a PayPal account. So we will willfully accept donations. I'm not expecting many. <laughs> I'm not expecting any, but no. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, as I say, if all I want to ask people is just please review, share. Um, you know, we've been putting posts on Facebook. Even if you share them to people, you know, yeah. get someone's phone and download it to them. You know, that just. <laughs> 
get it out there because I think we're doing all all we can do, and we now need help. Yeah. So, because we've got a project manager that isn't doing much managing of this project, so that's. <laughs> I've had a lot on. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> this has slipped way down my list of things that need dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if um, you know, if you can share the Facebook page, share one of the posts on Facebook page, download it to someone's phone, rate, review, subscribe, buy a Skywriter, um, <laughs> any anything you know is gratefully received. Instead of sending us messages and text messages, write it on Facebook. That's <laughs> sorry, email some work about my wages. So um, okay, sorry. Genuine on air admin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, on on air life admin. Yeah, that's that's all I'm asking for this week is please do that. Cool. And we'll be recording again in the next few weeks. Um, yeah, next few weeks be something a bit different. Hopefully, we're going to possibly have an interview with someone. Definitely do the beer on site with. Uh, I think we'll go to a Christmas fair and something along the lines. Something along them lines. But yeah, so we'll um, we'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks. Fantastic. Thanks everyone. Adios. Bye. This is fat internet nerd. Bollocks, I bought a tank. Which I'm not not entirely unhappy about.